Thank you, Bart. It's a, it's a joy. It's a joy to be here. Uh, my wife and I to be with this congregation. Every time we leave you, we are always pumped up. All the encouragement that that we get. Uh, uh, I got to see uh, Brother Daryl Pitcock this morning, and um, you know, uh, all the years that we have had this relationship with you, he he right from the start has been sort of the point man as he's, when he served as an elder and. Uh, Always was the first one to 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 that we saw when we came through those doors, and and then had already communicated with him, you know, online, and and so uh, it was it was a joy to to see you this morning, and uh, certainly our prayers are, are are with you and all those that have lost loved ones. Um, but it is great to be here with you all. Let me share a few pictures with you. Uh, how can you talk about Africa and not talk about animals? You know, we've just got back from Africa. We've had a really extended stay there and a lot of good things. This elephant's 15 years old, uh, and, and it was kept on chasing our, you know, we have this open-air Jeep. There's eight of us in it, and this elephant wants to get to us, and not just to say hi. He wants to cause some problems. Years ago, you would have called him a juvenile delinquent, you know? Uh, we don't use that term anymore, but this guy was a problem. And so as we drove away from him, finally, he stuck out his trunk as if to say, ah, chicken, you know, <laughs> whatever, I don't know. Next slide. Uh, an endangered species. I love rhinos. And to get this close to a rhino, it's been years since we've been able to get that close. And that, that was just amazing. Next Baby cheetahs, it's hard to see them. Nocturnal creatures, really. Um, uh, had Mother was close by, but uh, just to be able to see them, you know, in the wild, you know, just, just it, it's, a, it's, a, it's very hard. Uh, next. And then to catch this guy. Leopards are almost impossible. In all the years that I have grown up in Africa, uh, uh, taken safaris, you know, with groups and everything, probably seen a leopard maybe five times. And uh, this guy is so powerful that uh, when he goes down the tree and kills a deer, he takes the deer up the tree in his mouth and eats it up there. You know, I know it's probably not a good sight, but I mean, that's just the way they are so powerful, but magnificent creature. Next. And of course, this is my favorite of all. And I've got a friend that has a, has a lion place called Antelope Park. You can look it online, and he's got about 50 to 60 lions any given time. This was one of them. And when you go to sleep at night, you can decide whether you want your noisemaker or f about 20 lions competing, roaring. <laughs> you, know? you got your choice. Um, next. So about a couple of years ago, somebody came to me and said, Dorian, you know, you're getting older. So what's the, what's the future for Partners for Africa? You know, you and your wife have begun this together. And um, I said, you know, it, it just, it'll be okay, you know. Well, my son, Lee, who's there with his son, came to us uh, about beginning of the year sometime. And he says, Dad, he's been helping us part-time. He's, of course, he's, got, he's had his own career. And he said, Dad, I want you to know I'm all in. He said, I, I want to work full-time now. And so in August, he began, and this is him and his son making, I guess, his inaugural trip, in, in, although they've been before, but in this context. Uh, and, and so we are excited about that, and, and hopefully not too long, you'll get to meet him in person as well. Next. Next. 
Okay, thanks. I just wanted to see some of, this is some of our grandkids there, you know, kind of our honorary grandkids. We've got our grandkids here in the States and these are people that we have worked with through the years and that's some of their children and they, they love American children coming and, and, and just interacting with them. Next. So I want you to see, and I hope that you can see it. It might be, too, I might've done it in too small a print, but this is the stats for 2023. And, uh, you know, three new churches have been planted because of the way that you have helped us. When I met with the elders last time, spoke here, met with the elders, individuals and the church as a whole gave us, you know, a, a monetary gift and we utilized it to the max. And uh, 92 churches in the 16 years that we have been in this ministry have been planted and we are working in six countries now, you know, and, 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 and spreading all throughout. I was... Uh, telling the elders not too long ago that uh, in an email, I said, you know, the, the, the three of the countries we work in, just to give you an area we're working in, uh, is bigger than Texas. And, but it's our backyard. I grew up there, you know, and my father and mother, and I was born in Cape Town, grew up in Zimbabwe, South Africa, born in South Africa, grew up in Zimbabwe. My father planted the groundwork uh, by serving as an elder in congregations in Zimbabwe and in South Africa, also served here in the States as an elder. But it gave us the, what can I say, the runway, gave the next generation, including myself, the runway to be able to just take off because we, through my parents, and were known and were respected. And so now we are building on that. And so, so far this year, 678 have come to the Lord Jesus Christ, been immersed into Christ, and the year is not over, okay? So, so I'm expecting, you know, our goal was to have a 1,000 this year, and I, I think that's where we're going. I, I just want to mention one thing. I'm not going to go through every point, but 131 weekly Bible studies that are going on. Now, when I say weekly Bible studies, I'm, I'm referring to uh, uh, a family that invites several in their neighborhood. So each Bible study has between 15 and 30 people, 30 adults. And that's COVID kind of hit us and we kind of had to recede a little bit, but now building up again. And, and it's a generator to share the good news and to find the good soil. And we are thankful. Next. So money was given for a well last year. We did a lot of wells. This one is special. Uh, this is a, 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 a primary school that had no water. Um, each, uh, uh, and, and you heard me mention this before with different schools because that's what happens. When a school in, in, a, in a rural community has no water, then a particular class is given an assignment each each day of the week, you know, say the, the, you know, the, the, the fourth grades or the fifth grades, then they go get water on Tuesdays. And so that day, basically, they don't get to go to school because they're getting water from a community well that is maybe a, maybe a mile away on a round trip, and they're going to make several. So this school right here, Amazon Primary, uh, got a well, and they were so excited. Um, uh, over, over 500 children. And uh, you can see the solar panels that pumps the water out of the ground <laughs> into the tank. And now they can get water. Now, no, 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 they don't have a faucet in their classrooms or, or, or in their, uh, you know, restrooms, but they got water right there now. And what does that do? Well, number one, they get clean water. It's going to extend their life expectancy. Number two, our 
local preacher in the area is now invited to do Bible classes there at the school. It's a government school. No one else is allowed in there. But because we brought water, now we can bring living water. And I, and I want to thank you for this partnership that we have, for making this possible. Next. Uh, container that we just sent, Bart made mention that you've helped it with a container before. And, and, and yes, we have uh, shipped uh, 46 containers. Uh, 46 containers, each container has 1,200 banana boxes on it. So you do the math on how many boxes Walmart has donated us, okay? This one just arrived in East Watini, used to be Swaziland. Now, now it's called East Watini and it just arrived there. Next slide. And you'll see on the right, those are two elders of the, of the church at Matsapa delivering clothes to one of the rural churches. And the other slide uh, is, is backpacks that we had collected and were distributing to children so they could have something to carry their books and that, and that in. And let me just say, some of these pictures are not the best, and I'll tell you why they're not the best. Because number one, we can't go around everywhere and go take pictures. And secondly, they don't have iPhones. I mean, they got a phone and someone sharing a phone, or can I borrow your phone? It's not much, but I'm so thankful that we get an idea of what's happening, you know, even before we get there or after we get there. Next. This is a special picture because the man in the middle is Justin Saziba and he's a gospel preacher and has been faithful for many years, preaches for three congregations. And I have this picture here because I want you to know in all the, all the fundraising that we do, we do not raise money for preachers and we do not raise money for church buildings. We feel like in the long term, if preachers, you know, you develop a relationship with the church and, and, and things change over time. And sometimes the emphasis of the church changes. So we want preachers there that are, that are independent, that are supporting themselves on the ground there. And so we help them with micro businesses. And this is Justin Saziba, and he's got his tomato, tomato business, but he's got a well. So what, is, what, what gives him the inside track? The inside track is that when the rain stops after uh, February or March, starts in October, then people are not growing tomatoes anymore. Uh, it's, it's, it's a climate that's nine months summer and three months early spring. So you can grow all year round if you've got water. So here's this preacher selling tomatoes, but when the rain stop, he is, I mean, he is really selling big, you know? So we do that. another minister, I uh, don't have a picture yet of him. We just recently got him a camera because he finished a camera course, a, a photographic course, and he is supporting his family. Now we got him a camera. So that's the way we're going. Next, uh, we started this food kitchen. In fact, some of the funds that were given us, we started this food kitchen at East Ridge uh, in Cape Town, South Africa. And uh, it's a city of 4 million people. This is the inner city. The East Ridge Church of Christ is right in the middle of gang infested area, but the church stays there. I had the preacher tell me one time, he said, Dorian, you need to leave after I finish my session. You need to leave before it gets dark. You don't want to be here at night. And, but they there. And so now with, with, with orphans and with widows and that, they are helping to feed them. And we are helping to sponsor a food kitchen. And uh, the church is there. It's a, it's a light. It's making a difference. Next. Um, so now we go from Cape Town, South Africa to rural Zimbabwe. 
uh, Zambia, sorry. And the church there is built in rural Zambia. They have built their own church building, and they are so excited. How did they build it? Well, first of all, they built their own ovens, <laughs> and then they cooked their bricks, you know. And now they built their uh, – oh, and by the way, we got there one week before they had their opening Sunday because they had their new pews because they were sitting on the ground. Next slide. And they were so excited. They get to sit on their pews. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and the preacher, he had his own finished mud pulpit. Don't you know he could preach so much better now? <laughs> you know, got that pulpit. But, but uh, it's just amazing to see the faithfulness and the commitment. And, 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 and let me just say this. This is not to take anybody on a guilt trip. You know, we, we are the wealthiest nation in the world. And, and, and one reason I believe America continues to be blessed is because America is a generous nation. And, and I know, Sherry and I know personally in the Lord's body how generous you all are. And we are thankful that we can help people like this who are dedicated and they don't care about the hurdles that they have to overcome. Next. This is our grands oldest grandson. He came with me in May and we stayed all the way through August uh, in Africa, going to three countries, Tristan, and he was with some of the young people at the new congregation, that, that new building we had just planted, which had come from a well, okay? And so he, he came with us and, and uh, he had just graduated and spent three months before he begins his next chapter in life and, and uh, granddaddy had a great time with him. Next. I wanted you to see this. I don't know if there's anybody here that plays soccer, but this is a homemade soccer ball. You know how they make it there in the rural areas? They get a plastic bag and they blow it up. Not as tight as it'll be, but pretty firm. And then they put one plastic bag after another, after another, after another, after another. And then they tie it with string. And then they say, let's go play. On a pitch that has no grass. <laughs> so I don't know how long the ball lasts, but they have a blast. <laughs> you can see the truck behind him. We have been delivering food. Next slide. And now we were putting it into there because they were getting no, no they couldn't grow anything there. And we were delivering. Next. And now this is the new church. And our sisters are getting food. And they are excited because each one of those bags is going to last almost a month. Next. And there they are, some of them walking away. Try it. Try to put a 20 kg, a 10 kg bag, 22.2 pounds on your head. Plastic bag. And see how long you can walk before you. <laughs> I mean, you know. But they are amazing. Next. This was a hospital in Zambia that we delivered food to. Uh, the patients were only getting one meal a day, and we, we got to help in that. Doctors and, and staff and, and, and cooking personnel all came and th thanked us. But what happened is now one of the ministers is appointed the chaplain at the hospital because of what we did. Next. This was a church that we started by beginning a feeding. And uh, you've helped in this way. And this, this church, we started a, a, a Saturday kids Bible club. And we started teaching the Bible, playing games, and started feeding them. And the parents started coming and observing. And, and then, so now, a year later, we have a congregation of about 70 that are coming. And we are thankful. Next. And these ladies right here are Christians. They have not been Christians for more than a year, but they got to know Jesus Christ through the letting their kids come to the backyard Bible club 
And then we get to teach them. And now look at them, young Christians, and yet they, 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 they get into the feeding and that, you know, which helps their, might, might put it this way, Christian momentum. Next. Some of the kids, just, just lovely kids, you know. Next. This guy. It says I'm super on his T-shirt. It's one of the T-shirts that came out of our container. Yes, he, he is super. Jesus made that clear about children, didn't he? Next. This elderly gentleman and his wife is shaking the, he is shaking the hand of the minister there, Mtosa Banda. And he is telling Mtosa Banda, my wife and I were so impressed with the churches of Christ and the backyard Bible club and the feedings that we're going to donate two acres for you to have your building and to have your kids uh, program and whatever. So, uh, you know, the good works then leads to the chance to spread the good news. Next. This is Haley. Uh, he's our, our he's our director. And let me just say this, and I'm going to have another picture of him uh, uh, a little later, but he, he is um, our director, uh, deputy director, Africa side. Of course, he came here to Heritage Christian, and then he got an IT degree at UN, University of North Alabama, and then he went back, and him and his wife worked there, and then my son, Deputy Director here on State Side, and we are thankful, both in their early 40s and uh, seasoned young men. Next. So this is our Shine Project. This is what it leads to. All our good works leads to, leads to what? That we know Jesus, that they know Jesus Christ, that we, are, that we grow in Christ. That's what it's about. So SHINE stands for Spiritually Helping, Nurturing, and Equipping. Next. And so here are some of the things that we are doing now. And, and, and Good Works helps us as well. It's a Bible seminar on the left in Zimbabwe. We had uh, over 2,500 come for that Bible seminar. We have a preacher in Namibia who just loves door-to-door -door, uh, Bible studies going on there. Next. We have a gathering in Zambia. This all happened this summer. A gathering in Zambia, a, a, a gathering of hundreds of people uh, at, at a lectureship that we had, which turned into a gospel meeting next because they invited their friends. And before we knew it, at the end of the day, there was, there was a 10 people lined up to be immersed into Christ. Next. And it's just a lovely spectacle. And all the visitors that came to see that and then them asked questions about it. One, one asked, well, why do you do it so soon? Meaning, meaning that her concept was that you can be saved without being baptized. And the preacher came immediately and said, let's go to Matthew, uh, let's go to Mark 16, 16, and uh, uh, read those verses 15 and 16. And he that believeth and is baptized uh, 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 shall be saved. And he said to her, he said, well, you know what Jesus said? He didn't say, he that believeth and is saved shall be baptized. That's, that's why baptism. And from then, boy, the, you know, from that example she saw, from the one passage shared, she said, I want to sit down. Let's study. And by the end of the day, she was immersed into Christ too. Next. This is some being immersed into Zambia two weeks ago. Next. In a river. And, and, and I've said this before, and let me say it again. This takes great faith. Well, faith that Jesus Christ is the Savior and that he died for your sins and that you are willing to be born again. But faith also that they have checked the river correctly and there's no crocodiles. Okay? So, that, so that's also, you know, so maybe it takes a little more there. But no, let me just say a baptism there, a baptism here. Man, it is, it is all, all wonderful. Next. 
we're working with over 300 preachers. Because if you having, if you're going to have about a thousand people to be immersed a year, then you better have a you better have a serious program going on, and 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 you must prepare the men that are there also. And we every every well, it's 32 weeks weekends out of the year that we have leadership training that's going on with men, preachers, elders, and then with women and with teens too. We 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 have the Yes program, Youth Exalting the Sun. But we're trying to keep everybody, once we grab, you know, we don't say out of the water, cross your fingers, good luck. No. Next. So uh, we planted a church on the school campus. And uh, the, the, the men came to me and they said, Brother Flynn, there are six villages that we have got to go because our congregation is coming from six villages. And, and, and we need to go visit these people. And some of the roads are long, you know. To get to these villages, we need transport. And when they said transport, I'm thinking truck or trucks. And I'm thinking my, my answer, there is no way, you know. And they said, could you provide us a bicycle? <laughs> I thought, wow. Yes, I'll get you a bicycle. And then they said, please, bicycles with thick tires because the roads are so bad. I said, you got it, man. You know, and you should have seen how happy they were, you know. And, and Haley is standing there in the blue jacket. He said, man, Dorian, they just took off. And every week now they've got their teams, you know. They're wonderful. Next. And this is Amazon Clinic. And Bart mentioned that. And I just want you to know over 200 babies born there. Next. And the inoculations continue and the opportunities to share the gospel and uh, families are immersed into Christ because we have Bible studies there too. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just wonderful. And it's right next to our, our, our school campus next. And this is Amazon Christian Academy. And I'm going to close with some of the slides of the school next. Um, preparing our, in our mission statement, preparing students for life globally and eternally. You see the clothes they're wearing? These are the poorest of the poor in the world. The poorest of the poor. And they would not, some of them wouldn't even have a full set of clothes to wear, let alone shoes, to school if we didn't have a uniform. Next. Because that's the houses they live in. So they come to school where we've got all kinds of things, but when they go home, there is no running water, there's no electricity, <laughs> there's certainly no internet, there's no tele, nothing. Is when they at, at home as far as the, the the things that we feel like you know we just got to have to have to live you know that's our principle there by the way delivering some food to some of the families that have need of course we feed the kids each day because some of these children uh, without us get a meal maybe one one a day or maybe every two or three days and how how, how do you teach children if they don't if they have a stomach that's grumbling next so when I was here last time, we only had two classroom blocks. If you look at that slide real closely, we've got three classroom blocks. And we want to thank you <laughs> for helping this. And not only that, the second classroom block, and each block has two classrooms. This, this third one, sorry, has this next. They've got a science lab. Now think of them coming out of a mud hut. And they're going to come and work at a science lab. You know, you know one of the great joys for, for Sherry and I is one day, one day we're going to have a Christian farmer, lawyer, doctor, teacher, come out of one of those mud huts because, because God's people across the pond decided they wanted to plant something here that, that will, generation after generation, as long as the Lord tarries, is going to produce these people. And I am so thankful for that. So thank you. Next. 
I wanted to show you this because it's critical when you're in a drought area. Their rain falls about 19 inches a year. I know in Florence, Alabama, they're looking at probably maybe 60. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at here, but we have no shortage compared to them. So we want to collect, get rain from the bottom wells, and we want to collect all the rain. When it's raining, uh, you know, we want to get it off the roof. And so we've built these cisterns. Okay, next. So I just want to leave this, uh, I'll leave this with you. This is the last picture about clothing I want to share with you. And that's Justin Zaziba, who was with the tomatoes. He said, Brother Flynn, I know you're leaving. And he said, I want, to, uh, I want to come say goodbye. So he walks up to me, and he is where it happens many times. It, it, <laughs> uh, uh, he has a shirt that says Mars Hill Basketball. And I said, Mars Hill Basketball, you know, acting like I didn't know. He says, I don't know. I just got it off the container, you know. And by the way, I had a guy walk out of the bush and have a WKU T-shirt on. <laughs> had no idea. No idea what it was. <laughs> Nick, so thank you. Ever again. Uh, this is our staff. And I, I, I'm just show them again because I want you to know that this is second generation churches of Christ. And they're from Zimbabwe. So you think of the runway. They're not on a five-year stint to head back home. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying long term. Next. This is our, uh, on the right is Haley Malangani, and, and he is our Deputy Director, Africa Side. And Nathan is a young man who teaches math, and he's a computer whiz. And his father was a faith gospel preacher who died in his mid-40s in a car wreck. And Nathan came to us and said, after he had done so well at school and got scholarships, he said, can you help me go to school? He says, because I, I, I can't preach like my dad. He said, I'm not that kind of person, but I'm hearing about the school. And I would like to be a part of that. That's one way that I think I could honor my father's legacy and honor Jesus. And so he's a teacher there, just making all the difference in the world and working on his master's now. He's already finished his uh, BA and, uh, uh, um, and, and, and also a BA in Bible, by the way, through Nations University. Next. This is our chorus. And on the right is iPads. Imagine coming out of a mud hut and, and giving an iPad. Do you know, they, do you know that it doesn't matter? All kids come wired, whether in the States or in Africa, because they took it just like that, man. You know, I'm, I'm sitting down with them now and asking them to tell me, well, how, you know. Uh, but because of, of, of this wonderful modern technology, we can hook up to satellite, and that's great. Next. You gave money for Bibles. And I, I want you to know that uh, Bibles, I mean, knowing the book, is the greatest knowledge that anyone can have living on the face of the earth. And the fact that Sherry and I could hand out Bibles to each student and everyone gets one. We've got, we've got 100 students now, 50 girls and 50 boys, and they all had a Bible to take home, and none of them had a Bible. And uh, I might have mentioned this last year because it's about two years old, the first Bibles we gave, but a mother came up to me and said, thank you for the Bible. I just want you to know this will be the family Bible. And we have decided, my husband and I, that we are going to read the Bible as a family one night a week. What a novel idea. Next. And this is why we built the school. And when students stand around, and some of them not immersed into Christ yet, but they're getting the message. And I want to thank you for making this happen that across the world, one day, all of us that are going to be in heaven, 
You know, we've said goodbye to loved ones, but that joy that we're going to experience one day together and meet people who we didn't know on earth, but we made it possible for them to know Jesus. Next. This is the meeting that we have there at the school. Uh, this is the congregation, by the way, that's grown, and this was a special meeting, and we had over 700 to attend. This congregation is only three years old. I believe it will end up being the biggest congregation in Zimbabwe. Next. And this is the building that we have just finished. We finished that third classroom. We finished the sports building. What we have looking ahead now is we've got to collect all the water off that roof. <laughs> so, so we're making plans to, 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 get, to get that done. But we are, we are just moving, uh, moving fast ahead and, and, and so thankful that people are so generous like yourself. It just keeps us going. Next. I just wanted you to see the window and the concrete and the bricks on the side there that's all i wanted you to see because those buildings are solid concrete and brick next that's the inside of it and it's finished now next and i'm going to close with these next two pictures this is the cistern uh, not the cistern the septic that they had to build for that building required by government of course now you'll see outside the bricks that that's all solid rock next and then they had to dig a trench Okay. Now, <laughs> the, the, the reason that I'm laughing is because you would say a backhoe. There's no backhoe out there. There's backs. There's no backhoe. And that is done with a pick and a shovel. And when those guys start, you know, they say if you'll exercise, what, 30 minutes a day? Or maybe an hour a day or whatever, you know, you can stay fit. These guys, they say, kick it up a notch. How about seven hours a day? Because when they pick that pick up and they come down, there's an eight pack. I mean, those guys and their backs are chiseled. And it's not because they have a great, yes, they've got a great exercise program. So the next slide, that's the job done. And I'm just so thankful. And they are so excited to be able to do this. These Christian men who, by the way, when they started building the school, they, none of them were Christians, you know, but now they see it as a more, I mean, they're so enthusiastic about it. Thank you for your help. We continue uh, this year and then next year we've got plans to plant three more.